Thank you for listening to Comics for Fun and Profit. This is with your sneak peek at next week, episode number 591, where a comic is originally coming out September the 22nd and the 23rd, depending on if you're DC or everybody else in the free world. But before Drew and I get into what's coming up in your local comic book shops uh, next week, Drew, we're a little early today because i got a few things going on, so I've thrown a wrench in all of your podcasting plans. Yes, yes. You uh, accelerated our schedule, which means uh, we're a day of use for FOC, so we do not have the FOC. So you, probably when you're listening to this, will have an FOC email, um, but we, we, we don't have one to talk about. That's okay. We do have uh, feedback, some questions. Um, some of our other uh, segments that we can do today. So let's get right into it. Um, we have uh, Jason from Hawaii who says, Hey, are you guys still doing the C4 Fat bundle with the awesome comic, Cowabunga Comics? Uh, no, we we haven't. He said, I, lo- <laughs> I love ordering those bundles because it expands my comic book horizon. That's great. Uh, we appreciate that. We haven't been doing those because... Because we've been lazy. Well, I, that... I haven't yeah, been on the ball. That that and, you know, it's been weird. Like, everything kind of come. There's really not a lot of time to push it even because by the time the orders come out, the order form's compiled, there's really only two weeks, I think. Maybe three if we're lucky. Um, to, to kind of talk about that stuff. So I don't even know if it's three full episodes that we'd be able to talk about those bundles. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's worth Eric's time. We'll have to talk to him about that and see if it's worth his time to put it together for a two-week push or two-episode push, if that's all it is, um, to actually talk them up. And then, you know, heaven forbid, Kyle's on vacation or sick, <laughs> we'd miss one. Then it would, you know, really wouldn't be worth it. So, um, we'll we'll talk about it again. I think we've had this question before, probably not from you, but from somebody else, Jason. Where you know what happened to the C four fat bundle, and <laughs> we got her fired back up, and then we dropped the ball. Well, COVID dropped the ball on us. And so, as with everything that's happening right now, and yes. everybody who has a shortcoming, they have an instant fallback yes. on ah, yes. COVID. Yes, mm-hmm. <laughs> that's what it was. Yep, yep, yep. Sorry, COVID. <laughs> he has a, he has another question here. If you guys were Comic Con organizers with a budget of two hundred thousand oh, uh. dollars, what would you call the convention, and who would you invite to your con? Okay, so two hundred thousand would not be a big con, would it? Is that because they probably cost way more than that? But maybe I mean, they so, I'm, I'm assuming a majority of that will just be spent on venue. <laughs> yes. So, well, let's say this is two hundred thousand is just for the for the who we're going to invite the and pay, pay to come. So everything else is going to be break even because the the ticket sales will take care of it. Mm-hmm. So, well, it's definitely C four FAPCON. Right, Fapcon. Oh God! It's the Fapcon. Oh no! Please don't go into dark panel rooms. The C four Fapcon. Or what about Fun and Profit Con? There you go. I like that. Would you go with Fun and Profit Con? I would. Yes. Okay. Yes. I kind of like. I kind of like that one too. We're just Profit Con. Profit Profit Con's not bad. Um, Comics for fun and profit cons, not, not even that's not or just Comic Con. Has anybody gone with that yet? <laughs> Has anybody ever used that? <laughs> um, and yeah, uh, yeah, 
fun and profit con i think is what we could go we can mm-hmm. go with that um let's see creators wise uh I, my bkv would be the one i'd want the most mm-hmm. followed by kirkman um if i get both of those guys there i'd be pretty darn happy yeah um any like legends that are tough to get like morrison maybe uh who else you pretty much have to get donny kate to sign all his different printings yeah <laughs> yeah he's he's an yeah he, he'll be there you don't yeah. have to invite him he'll just be there <laughs> um man who else i think yeah I, i'd want tom king not everybody would want tom king but i would want tom king <laughs> could um, he have a separate wing of the... yes um and then i'd have like like the hottest girls of comics <laughs> in artist in artist alley just their own row that i would just like it'd be ashley witter and joel jones and da 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 just bam right there we're back to c4 fabcon <laughs> then i would and that's where i'd put all the all the cosplayers um and let's see no youtube stars for me uh would you do the one where it's a lot of movie and and former uh you know former tv stars as well or stick comic i wouldn't i don't prefer that myself Mm -hmm. but um if i've got 200 grand you know you're pulling shatner in just for fun (laughs) I, i don't know if i'm doing a star trek guy um, no wrestlers for me. I wouldn't do any wrestlers. Green Ranger. Uh, no Rangers for me. I don't care about that. Um, man, I I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. Who? What would you do? Uh, I yeah. I'm more traditional. I would. I would try to steer away from the TV stuff and try to make it mostly just comic stuff if I could. But yeah. that's just me, kind of. Trying to bring back a little more comic purist, which, uh, you know, f- if you're actually doing this, I think the best way to make money is if you're going to do the thing to be as broad as possible for all these things. Um, but yeah, yeah whatever you yeah, can to get, get as people far as... out in out of their homes mm-hmm. and to go to a con nowadays, you'd have to really get some people that they care. You know, we probably need to get the who's what's that K-pop band. <laughs> <laughs> We need to get those guys. There you go. Get a Firefly reunion there while we're there, and you yeah, know. yeah. We need to. We need to do Picard. Picard and, Sh- and Shatner uh, boxing match. Yeah, but just like I mean, since the passing of Stan Lee, there's no like giant. Make sure the guy creators there anymore. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I was trying to think. If there was any legendary folks, still, you know, Frank Miller would be great. Mm-hmm. Alan Moore Alan would be Moore. great. Yeah, yeah. Uh, those guys would be great. I don't know that you can get them to come to those things, mm-hmm. but hey, you throw some money at them, maybe. Just bring all the executives from Netflix and Hulu, and just so they could have panels and tell us what they're optioning next. Yeah, yeah. So that that like the guys that have the the like this, you know the. Talk about the Skybound series, uh, Remender's giant generator. You know, we yeah. talk about all his in development. Mark Millar's studio, all the Millar verse shows. Yeah. I mean, be, and then if fun. you could get uh, if you could get 
McFarlane or Claremont kind of stuff too. Yeah, it'd be cool. I mean, I think you'd want to get BKV and Fiona and do a saga panel. Mm-hmm. Um, you want to get you want to get <laughs> try Adler. to time it for when the fifty one's coming. What is it? Try to time it when fifty one is coming, or the 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 we're, we're, the the series is starting back. Is that the is that what issue we're on? Was it? I Did we know. get to fifty? Yeah, it seemed like it's been two years, so I don't know. Yeah, it has been two years for sure. Okay, yeah, man, this con's great. I can't wait. <laughs> Where's that? When's that check getting here, Jason? Yeah. He he goes on to say, of course, Eric James, the Cowabunga staff, and I must uh, get elite VIP passes. One hundred percent. Cowabunga yeah. will be there. They'll br- they'll bring their wall of of wall yes. books, and life will be grand. Yes, that sounds great. Uh, please continue to keep up the great work. Jason, thank you so much. We appreciate that very much. Um, we also had uh, Ben write in, Hey, uh, this new Suicide Squad and all the actors who are playing the different characters, uh, what are some of the first appearances that we should be looking out for? Uh, let's see. This is... Uh, well, we got Suicide Mark- Squad? Is that what they said? Yeah, yeah. So we got. Shoot, I had all this written down a couple weeks ago when we did this. Margot Robbie um, is Harley Quinn, and of course that's uh, Batman Adventures number twelve. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got Captain Boomerang, and that's an early Flash. I don't remember which one off the top of my head. But I mean, the ship is stout on those because yeah, those that, were spec last time. That yeah, we've got uh, Rick Flag, uh, Joel Kinnaman as Rick Flag, and that is uh, from Legends, that mm-hmm. uh, miniseries, DC miniseries, which probably still pretty reasonable. You can probably still get that. Yeah, uh, Amanda Waller, Viola Davis is playing Amanda Waller. Uh, I don't think she played that in the original, did she? Ugh. Right, I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think so. Um, and. That might have been in the same Legends. So that'd be a good one to look for. There you go. That six-part miniseries. Um, John Cena doing Peacemaker. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we have, what? what is that? Blue Beetle? I'm trying. I can't read these. I need to <laughs> increase, my, increase my font size. Uh, yeah. I think it's Blue Beetle 3, maybe, for Peacemaker. Uh, And then, let's see, Blackguard, uh, his first appearance was in Booster Gold. Yeah, uh, it's going to be one that's probably worth grabbing. And I know I sold my Booster Gold run, so I don't know if I have extras, but I don't think so. King Shark's going to be a good one to go get. Michael Rooker as Savant. uh, It's a Birds of Prey, issue 56. Um, Sean Gunn as Weasel. Um, that's a Fury of Firestorm, and I can't read the number on that one. Dog on it. Uh, Bloodsport. Idris Elba's Bloodsport is the big one, yeah. and that was uh, what was that? Superman four. Was that right? That we were mm-hmm. talking about the eighties Superman. Yeah. From that run that people probably have. Yeah. And there's also uh, uh, Bloodsport has a daughter, Tyla, that they've they've got casting on as well. So there might be yeah. something about her as well you may want to look out for 
uh, Peter Capaldi as the Thinker, who's in all Flash comics. It's a mm-hmm. old, good luck getting that one. Yeah. Uh, Polka Dot Man is an early detective. Yeah, I'm gonna be able to get that one. Uh, Rat Catcher is in a detective from like the 80s. Might be possible. I think it's like in the 500s. Um, should have written all these down. Uh, Javelin is in DC Sampler and Green Lantern 175, I think. Uh, and Nathan Fillion's playing the detachable kid, which is Arm Fall Off Boy. Arm Fall Off Boy, yeah. And this is probably a just a, I'm guessing like just a quick scene. I doubt it's a full character, right? <laughs> it could be a full character. <laughs> uh, maybe, but uh, I can't imagine him sticking around. But maybe. Um, and I guess that's in an early... It's in Secret Origins 46. Um, Maylin Eng as Mongol. And that's a... Superman. I can't read the number on it. Uh, Showcase 95, number 8. By, oh. by Tomasi. Yeah, okay. And then uh, Alice Brugger as Sol Saria. Uh, saying it's a gender swap there. So that would be mm-hmm. Suicide Squad thirty three. Um, yeah, we did. I did a kind of a half ass job here, um, <laughs> but you get the idea. Um, Flulavor Borg is playing uh, Javelin. That's from Green Lantern one seventy three. One seventy three. The, the Lenwine series. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's a good one. And. Uh, yeah. Oh, Kyle, before we move on to um cover price, it's a big this is a big week uh in video games. Yeah. So we've got both the PS5 and the Xbox uh Xbox what, Series X and Series S. They're both going on pre-order this week, right? Yep, next week uh well, as of the day that we're recording this, the PlayStation 5 pre-orders are available for both the disc and discless. I'm trying to say that without saying it weirdly. Um today, uh, as well as your uh GTX 3080 video cards also going on on pre-order today and then next Tuesday the Xbox Series S and Series X going on pre-order that I'm panicking and trying to figure out how I'm going to make sure I get my pre-order on a Series X. And the difference is a drop, disc drive, no disc drive? On the Xbox or the PlayStation? We have we have different ways of going about this next generation. Okay. So, with the PlayStation, you have a $500, $500 main Xbox, or I'm sorry, PlayStation 5 console. You also have a $400 version of the same exact thing in every way, shape, and form, except for it does not have the disc drive. So you're going digital full only. There is no disk drive. You cannot use physical media. Xbox has gone a different way with it. Their Xbox Series X, which is their $500 main flagship console, is just a standard 4K, 120 frames per second output uh, video game device for $500. And then their second option is the Series S, while coming in much cheaper at $299 is being marketed as a 1440p at 120 frames per second gaming adventure with no disk drive on that as well. So Xbox is undercutting the market by having a next generation console available at 299 
while the two Xbox consoles are both four hundred and five hundred dollars. You mean PlayStations? Yeah, sorry, I keep getting confused because I didn't write any of this down. Now, who has the edge and exclusives out of the box? Uh, they're both pretty crappy lineups because Halo got kicked and Sony just released. By the way, whoops, we lied to you. All of our mainline exclusives are actually available for the last generation as well. Um, but Sony always has the the headline for exclusives. They do such a good job with just their mainline studios, and they will have you know exclusive rights to Demon Souls for this generation. Uh, Final Fantasy 16 and all the weirdness that it looks like it will be will be exclusive to the PlayStation. Um, of course, they said that with Final Fantasy 7 Redux, and it turned out to just be a year of exclusivity. So we don't know what shenanigans they're playing with that. Um, but we also talked about uh, shoot, their one title it has a sequel coming, and Spider-Man is available on PlayStation 4 and PlayStation 5, the Miles Morales Spider-Man. So uh, that's exclusive to them. So there's a lot of really cool stuff that's only available on Sony consoles. Horizon. Horizon Zero Dawn sequels coming out is what I meant to say. Now you used to do both consoles. Do you just go Xbox now? Uh, my primary is Xbox. And then normally I wait till late in the generation and grab a Sony. And then catch up on all my exclusive stuff. Um, but... Xbox is currently really user-friendly, where they have essentially like Netflix for games. So if you buy a brand new console with their uh, Xbox Game Pass, you immediately have access to access to like 150 games for free for just that monthly subscription. And I already have like three years of that monthly subscription because I've been in, X- in that Xbox environment. So I just kind of stick with it because I get so many games for free. It's just by far worth me playing a majority of things on that. What is the what is the Game Pass run now? Um, you get Game Pass Ultimate, which is Xbox Live, Xbox Game Pass for PC, and Xbox Game Pass for console, and it it generally runs like fifteen or twenty bucks a month. But you can always find like a a subscription card around the holidays for for you know essentially thirty three percent off of that and a lot of things and. I end up finding or winning like three months subscriptions on that. When I combined my live and my old service, I got a, they extended me for quite a bit. So I've, I've just always got essentially in perpetuity (laughs) that for mine. And then EA has come alongside Xbox, uh, to provide their services with the games as well. So it's kind of neat how all these digital media has kind of changed the way games are at the moment. And Sony have an equivalent of that anymore. So Sony gives games for free when because they have their monthly things, but they absolutely do not have the the giant library of the essentially Netflix for games that Microsoft has. And Microsoft also has full backwards compatibility with its old titles, while Sony is cut off a majority of their older titles. So yeah, so it's Xbox out of the gate for you, and then mm-hmm. you'll you'll check out Sony down the road. Yeah, or you, I may use the thing where I'm like, oh, we'll have to get a PlayStation for my son, and then I'll just play my exclusives on his. <laughs> yeah, there you go. So yeah, it's a big deal. Um, the and and we think there's going to be they're going to be more scarce than normal. 
than they usually are. Yeah, with COVID, they're saying that uh, a lot they're not up to full demand for what they want, especially on even things like the the uh, graphics cards. There's just not going to be enough. The consoles, there's not going to be enough. When the iPhone comes out, there's not going to be enough. So everything's going to have a little bit of scarcity on it. So I look for a lot of these things to hit secondary markets and flippers to do their thing, uh, to make things even more horrible for people. Um, it looks like I saw uh, there's a lot of speculation with the PlayStation side. I know people were talking about like a lot of GameStops were getting 15 to 20 PlayStation 5 units, and only two or three of those were the $400 disc list units. So it seems like there were not very many of that cheaper version even available to anybody. So even if you wanted it, you're not going to be able to get that It's one. very possible you might not be able to get it. Because with both the PlayStation and the uh, the GTX series uh, graphics cards, they've kind of sporadically went on sale today at different places at different times, and everybody got their websites crashed and <laughs> trying to do everything. It's a bit of a nightmare. Now, can can you pre-order this con these consoles like anywhere? Like GameStop, Amazon, GameStop, Walmart. Target, Walmart, Amazon. Yeah, absolutely. Best Buy. But those places all have different times where things go on sale and different amounts that they'll do physical in-store and different amounts that they'll do by mail. Some of them require the full amount paid before you can be considered having a pre-order. Some mm-hmm. want just a little bit down. There's all kinds of craziness. Now, how does this stack up for your excitement level for a new console launch? Um Good. Some of the previous ones, where like I went and waited in line for the Wii <laughs> way back in yeah. the day, um, yeah. and I don't, I'm not waiting in line for any of this stuff. I've waited in line for Wii's. I've waited in line for Xbox. I've waited in line for GameCube. Didn't wait for the Switch. Um, uh, so I mean, it's, you're pre-ordering, it's, it's, so you're excited. Yeah, but it's it's weird because like last generation, I'm like, hey, I went out and got it at midnight when it came, and then I hooked it up, and it had a two hour update. So I just plugged it in, hit update, and went to bed. So, I mean, <laughs> that's kind of how life is at the moment with it. But I, I'm, I'm excited for this generation of console gaming just based on uh, a lot of it being SSDs are the big thing. So, smaller load times, quicker abilities to do uh, 4K gaming and with quicker load times. So, therefore, larger open worlds with less uh, loading screens. That sounds pretty cool. Yeah, so I'm really looking forward to... Uh, Cyberpunk 2077, whenever it comes out, and all kinds of neat games, whenever Halo pops in. Yeah, you like the first-person shooters, too? I like a few of them. Halo's a big one for me. Yeah. Nice. All right, so this has been uh, video games for fun and profit. Yeah, well, there's, there are a few things that uh, collect my enjoyment and time on them, and it's a big time for for the next generation of games and what it will be. Like I said, we've got... The two consoles coming out, and then even in the PC Master Race world of gaming, uh, just a, one of the most revolutionary video cards to hit in a long time is also coming out, and it's being done directly to compete with consoles. Yeah, that, so that'll be a screamer then. Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. All right, let's shift back to comics and take a look at uh, the good folks over at Cover Price who... Uh, took the time to scan eBay and find out what the hot stuff was selling. Kyle, do you want to do the top ten or the bottom ten? I will start with the top ten if it will load. There we go. 
And of course, on this we have Batman 92, the retailer appreciation version, um, of course, of this uh, punchline cover. Very cool sketch cover. One per store takes over the top spot for this week's top 10, moving 56 copies. A high sale of 355 for a raw. Granted, it's worth noting that sales have dipped after that high sale. Current market prices are around 180 for raw. That always happens on exclusive stuff. It goes super high at the beginning as people try to get a hold of them, and then the actual price of it settles. Same thing happened with like The Walking Dead, one per stores and stuff as well. At rank two, we have Black Panther, number two from 2005. This first appearance of Shuri is seeing her biggest sale to date, moving 34 copies, $700 for a CGC 9.8. At rank three, Amazing Fantasy 7 from 2005. It has recently announced that the virtual NYCC will have MODOK at the animated series panel. In that announcement were several confirmed characters. One of the confirmed names was AIM, or AIM, scientist Monica Rapakini, whose first appearance is in this issue. There's also some speculation that her daughter, uh, Carmilla Black, a.k.a. the new Scorpion, might appear, whose first, whose first as, is also in this issue. Uh, moved around 25 copies, going up 149%, with uh, 25 bucks for raw copies there. In the fourth spot, we have our Dark Knight's Death Metal Legends of the Dark Knight 1. Uh, this book is truly the new version of Batman Damned. It continues to sell really well. Raw copies seem to have fallen to about 10 bucks, but still moved 43 copies and had a high sale of a 9.8 for 100 bucks. It doesn't seem like it's going away anytime soon. Continuing on the Black Panther at number 5, we have Black Panther number 5. From 2009, with all the Shuri heat and speculation, this was a surprise, especially seeing how high these sales are going for. While she's in full costume on the cover of issue one, this issue actually features the first appearance of Shuri as the Black Panther on the inside pages. Uh, moved 33 copies, up 101%, with a high sale of a CGC 9.8 going for over $400. At rank 6, of course, we got Amazing Spider-Man 361. Venom, Venom, Venom. This is Carnage here. So Venom and Carnage stuff going like cranies. Carnage is coming, and we're eager to await the Venom 2 trailer. The anticipation is building. You can feel it in these sales and these price increases. This full Carnage, uh, this first full appearance of Carnage, sold 25 copies, up 120%, and had a high sale of a CGC 9.8 going for $643. At rank 7, Marvel Knights Spider-Man number 10. Oh yeah, that one. Sorry, I scrolled off of it. Well, the explanation for this market, marked hot book still contains a spoiler for Venom 208, uh, which comes out next week, so we're just going to not talk a bunch about it. But high sales, $60 for raw copy on Marvel Knights Spider-Man 10. Spawn 309, the Gunslinger Spawn is still hanging in there. 29 copies still moving, 26 bucks for Raw. At Reg 9, Superboy 9, 1994. Well, let's just announce, let's just announce that it's a spoiler. So if you don't want to hear the, who it is, you can fast forward 15 seconds. But anyway, <laughs> here it is. It's the first Mac Gargan. So whoever that is. <laughs> if that spoiled it for you, I hope not. 
Now we're back. Sorry about that, Kyle. Go ahead. <laughs> you just couldn't contain it any longer. I had to get it out there. I had to get that name out there because it's so amazing. We touched on this a little bit earlier with the Superboy 9 from 1994. The first full appearance of King Shark is moving due to his upcoming appearance in Suicide Squad 2. If you can recall, this book first went up when the character was going to appear in the CW's Flash. When he did appear, it was not great. Uh, that appearance may have been the most spectacular ended, <laughs> the most speculation ended for the CW's shows for the most part. So here we are again, moving 22 copies of 118% and had a high sale of a CGC 9.8 going for $299. Also, just note this book also sold a DC Universe logo variant for $600 for a CGC 9.0. And it ranked 10 Silk, number one from 2015, with a spike in prices and sales for Silk's full, full first full appearance in Amazing Spider-Man 4 and cameo appearance in Amazing Spider-Man number one, collectors are now moving on to the first issue for Solo Series. 19 copies, uh, 90, uh, CGC 9.8 going for 190 At rank 11, we have Amazing Spider-Man 36. This is uh, the black cover uh, tribute to 9-11. Uh, still selling well, um, and always does in September, mm-hmm. as one can imagine. Amazing Spider-Man number four, first Silk. We talked about that. Twenty-three copies of it selling this week with a high of three forty-four for a CGC nine eight. Kyle, what are you doing? Yeah. Uh, Superman twenty-five, Ivan Rice one in twenty-five design variant. Uh, Thirty copies for the high sale of forty-seven dollars for a raw. Uh, Spider Gwen number 24, first appearance of Gwenum. Uh, this could be trending due to Gwenum's return in the current Ghost Spider series, and Gwenum is confirmed costume in the Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3. Uh, either way, this issue sold 10 oh, copies. Yeah. <laughs> I have that game. <laughs> yeah, so uh, that's kind of kind of cool. I wonder if we'll see her down the road. Yeah. Um, Batman the Adventure Continues number two, the first appearance of Sonny, Deathstroke's new protege in the animated Batman universe, continues to sell 17 copies and a high sale of $78 for, for CGC 9.8. Uh, X-Men number four, the newsstand from 1992, uh, the first appearance of Mega Red, uh, had a high sale of 385 for a CGC 9.8. Nova number one from 1976, People just discovering this for the first time or something. Sold 13 <laughs> copies. Uh, had a huge sale of $1,714. Jesus, $1,740 for a CGC 9.8 um, on a, as a heritage auction. Um, so we had also had Ultimate Fallout, number four, of course. Miles, Morales, Spidey. Uh, had a high sale of... No, one thousand one hundred and ninety-four dollars <laughs> and ninety-nine cents for a CGC nine eight. Uh, man, that's crazy. Uh, Thor five, the first Black Winter, continues to sell. Sold twenty copies um, and hundred almost one hundred seventy dollars for a CGC nine eight. Uh, Spawn number one uh, continues to sell. Uh, people still love Spawn. This was the one from way back in ninety two. Uh, raw copies selling for fifty bucks. And um, there's probably 10 million of these I was comics say there's out there. A bunch of those out there. Yeah, um, I have a couple myself, but I'll I'll sell them. <laughs> I'll sell them. 
So some great stuff uh, from the good folks at Cover Price. We appreciate their due diligence in bringing those to us. And now, without further ado, since we can't do an FOC this week, and we pre and we we're a little bit ahead of the Comic Invest folks as well, we're going to shoot right to our sneak peek at next week and take a look at what do we do? UCS first? Yeah, because it'll come out on the twenty second. So we're going to go to ucscomicsdistributors.com forward slash new releases, and that will bring us to the newest things coming out for us. That's the twenty second, and we're going to see that Action Comics ten twenty five is available through DC. Really cool Tyler Kirkham version of Aquaman. It's a really good looking cover there. Mirka Andolfo does the Batgirl of cover B. Yeah, it's really good. It's as good as you would imagine it would be. Lee Weeks doing the cover B for Batman Superman. I love Lee Weeks. Mm-hmm. Fresh your 12 of that. We got a one shot of Dark Knight's Death Metal Speed Metal number one. Uh, we got a Hal Howard Porter um, doing the regular cover, and then we've got a one in twenty-five Peach Momoko, Dark Knights Death Metal Speed Metal number one, one shot, guaranteed to be a hot moving book. But who knows what you're going to pay for it when you walk into your LCS? So if you can get a deal, get a deal. If you're not, I'm not allowed to talk about it anymore. <laughs> That's not true. You can talk about it. That is an awesome Howard Porter cover A for Flash 762. That's cool. What's going on there? I can't even tell. That's blood. Oh, he's dra is he dragging him? It looks like he's dragging the dying corpse over Reverse Flash. Uh, that's great. And that's not something you see a lot on a Flash cover, so that is dope. Uh, that's nice. Great stuff. Yeah, but not a ton coming out that is, uh, you know, a giant draw for DC. Uh, a lot of these books, frankly, are the ones that they're canning, I think, here coming soon. Yeah. So get them while you can before DC pairs down to even less. <laughs> so then let's head over to previewsworld.com. Let's find new releases. Um, let's start where we love to start in image. Um, got a, the fourth issue of Dead Body Road. This has been a great series. Um, glad to have it. I think I like it better than its original series. It's, it's so mm -hmm. good. And the goddamn Virgin Brides number three of five. <laughs> Love to see that. I think this might. Is this the final issue of Low? No, it is no. not. I keep saying that, but it's still not. And um. I, a little disappointed in Spawn's second printing. Did we know it was not a different cover? No, they they did not give us art, and it looks like it is exactly the same in every single way, except for the Spawn on this is green, where it is red on the uh, cover A. Yeah, or I'm sorry, the first print. All right, that's all for me for good friends at Image down to Dark Horse. Uh, we've got something called You Look Like Death, uh, Tales of Umbrella Academy number one. Um, it's a Gerard Way book. It's a spinoff, Umbrella Academy spinoff. Um, so Seance fan, gets his own miniseries. Yeah, fans of the series um, will dig this. I don't know that it's 
like new reader friendly, but that's okay. And it doesn't seem to we don't I don't believe we know that character from the TV series, so that okay. unfortunately doesn't have a reach for that. So maybe this will be um, a breakout character in the next season. Uh, it's muy posible. Hard to believe that anything Empire going to a second print, but they're telling us that number five did. Yes, we done Marvel. Yep, sorry. Yeah, and then uh, Captain Marvel's uh, issue twenty is going to a second printing as well. Timeless She-Hulk there for the Immortal She-Hulk number one. Just in time, we just got casting news on She-Hulk as well. So a really cool cast on that. So I don't know if that will mean anything for the release of this new series or not. Well, timing's pretty good. There's a comic yeah. in the comic shops, so that's good. Uh, Juggernaut, we were both thinking Juggernaut might be something that would be good to check out. And we were mm -hmm. pretty fond of that uh, Scotty Young uh, variant cover. Oh, Star Wars Bounty Hunters, what are you doing to me? Cover two, second print, more Boba Fett on the cover. Uh, get it. Leave your mail. Was it like a, uh, what kind of color is that? A blood red. Blood red, yeah. I didn't like it. Thor 2, 5th print. Thor 5, 4th print. Thor 6, 2nd print. Um, Venom, 4th print. <laughs> Venom 25, 4th print. Venom 26, 3rd print. Wolverine 3, 2nd print. Wolverine 4, 2nd print. My God. Ooh, we have a good facsimile this time. Yeah, first, uh, first Iron Man, right? Yes, that's a good one. Stan Lee, Larry Lieber. Steve Ditko, Jack Kirby cover. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's 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 one you're not if you're not likely to have. Get the facsimile. Pretty sure I got that like one coming. Yeah, that's a nice one. Yeah, I like I like when they do the keys. I I think I've said that before, but it makes me happy. Yeah. Anything else in Marvel, sir? Uh, I don't think so. Lots of stuff, though, man. Yeah. When you hit dynamite, you're just gonna the brakes go on. Nothing. <laughs> yeah. That, and down into boom. We got that mega, mega man fully charged yeah. on the second print. Man, I don't know. I, I'm very purist with the look of Mega Man, and so so many of the looks of Mega Man freak me out. I what about like that? Uh, the cover C. Of yeah, Rockefeller, that was part. I can roll with that. That looks pretty close. It's, it's round where it should be round. It's robotic where it needs to be robotic. I'm all for it, but... Some of those other, where he's a little emo. Yeah. Um, what's I that about? I don't know. I can't. I, I'm weird. I can't do it. Unkindness of Ravens, number one, from Boom Studios. Oh, this is our guy from Slots. Dan Panosian. Oh, yeah, yeah. 
Not all the witches burned during the Salem witch trials, and the ones that survived did so together. Now, generations later, their descendants protect the ancient secrets entrusted to them. They call themselves the Ravens. It looks like they're all chicks. That's pretty cool. As we get down to our uh, smaller publishers, we have uh, the Autumnal. Uh, this is... Daniel Krause and Chris Sheehan on art. Um, it's a vault comic number one. Uh, don't 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 miss out on. Sorry, we only find them when they're dead. Has a really nice second print too. So. Oh oh, that's cool. Yeah, that's a boom book. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And our boy uh, Dan Mora on that second print. Um. We have uh, from Heavy Metal Magazine, who seem to be uh, signing actors who like comics, want to write comics. Mm -hmm. We got Dan Fogler, who's uh, in walk uh, in last season of Walking Dead, um, and J.K. Rowling's Fantastic Beasts. If you if that and uh, Balls helps. of Fury, if you remember. Uh, okay, there you go. Ping pong move. Uh, this book is called Fish Kill Number One. It's a Heavy Metal Magazine. Uh, our boy Ben Temple Smith's doing the art. Dan Fogler oh, cool. doing the I writing. Love Smith art. Um, so this is something I'm in. I'm, I'm definitely into. Uh, yeah. th this is I want to. I'll search this one out. We love Ben Templesmith. He's very cool. One of our first kind of really cool creators that we met. Um, yeah, super nice guy. Yeah, super well dressed. He he's, he stands out different than your average uh, artist. He went went out of his way uh, to be pretty cool. So uh, we'll, we we support his work when we can, yeah. and this looks like a good one. Yeah, I like this. And him on heavy metal always has the greatest art. They put a lot of care into their books. Hotline Miami Wildlife number one of an eight issue series. Of course, Hotline Miami is a a just blood soaked video game about shooting and killing a lot of cool things. Um, so this is pretty awesome. Oh really? Yeah. Uh, we've got from Behemoth Comics. From Aftershock, we've got Miles to Go, number one, from B. Clay Moore, uh, with art by Stephen Molnar, um, about Amara Bishop as a newly single mother with a long buried past. Uh, this could be fun. Um, B. Clay Moore did Hawaiian Dick, if you remember that short-lived series. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he's done some. He's done plenty of stuff, actually. So. Not just that. And that might be it. That seems to be it. So Drew's point of the podcast where I ask for your pick of the week, what's the one book to make sure you pick up at your thing because it is going to be the next Ultimate Fallout, the next Thor 5, the next Black Panther 2, the next... Yeah. I've been doing a lot of big two comics as my choices lately, so I'm going to go with Fish Kill, number one, uh, from Heavy Metal Comics. Very good. I do like that as well. Ugh. I'm very torn because I like, again, the Star Wars Bounty Hunter second print on number two, but I feel like I've done that already before. And I like the second print on... Uh, Shoot, what did I tell you? It's whatever when they're... We only find them when they're... Yeah, we're going to do that one. We only find them when, when they're dead, number one, going to a second print with a second Dan Mora cover. 
Oh, that's a new cover too. Yeah, it's a new yeah. cover. It's Dan Mora. It gives you a little bit more look into uh, uh, the the actual book is. So that's a boom book. Yep. Fantastic. So we thank you guys for being part of the podcast. Thank you for traveling along with Drew and myself. Like I said, we did this a little early. We uh, changed the way we've been doing things. Uh, we apologize if we've thrown you off. Um, if you found some cool stuff in this week and you want to share it with us, let us know. Be part of the podcast. Find us on Instagram, Facebooks, Twitters, our Gmail, all that fun stuff. Uh, write us in. Let us know if you're finding any awesome gold or if you're finding some of these week these uh, these weeks a little lean. Please uh, feel free to let us know what's going on. We would love to hear from you. Be part of the podcast. Write us in and tell us what's going on with you and your stuff. So we thank you so much for Drew and for myself. See ya.